I think I got Kim and Sergio on the type form, and then uh, just go from there. Probably shouldn't take too long, uh, maybe about 30 minutes, so. Welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this episode, I am joined by Vaughn Kelly, Joseph Kinkarini, Justin um, Bosch, and uh, holy crap, we're, we're doing it. We're doing the, uh, the hypothetical, just for fun, fantasy 2020 season recap that never happened. And um, guys, thanks thanks for hopping on and, and joining us. I think- uh, oh, No problem. It's always fun. I was saying earlier, like, yeah, I got all cheesy. I was like, oh, I missed you guys' voices. Um and I mean that, like, it, not, not to get too, you know, emotional, but I mean, we had one recap back in March, and that was it. There was no dodgeball, and most of the people I got to talk to over the course of a couple seasons are just hasn't been happening. So it's been kind of, kind of interesting. But um, Vaughn, since you're on, man, let's just real quick. Um, I mean, quick introduction, and then just you know, how have, have you been in 2020? How's it been treating you? Yeah, so Vaughn Kelly, um, like for outsiders, uh, you know, COVID's been, it's been up and down. Um, obviously, a lot of quarantining at home um, with seven kids is not the easiest thing in the world, uh, but I'm making it. I'm oh, still yeah. alive <laughs> and uh, can't wait to get back to playing. Um, you know, it's, I'm not sure how long that's going to be. Hopefully not too long, but it doesn't look promising. Yeah. So. Is that seven kids you're doing homeschooling with? Or so, so we were doing homeschooling with them uh, for about, well, the end of the school year last year. Then they were, had summer break, which ended up being like an extended summer break. And then <laughs> the beginning of the year, we were homeschooling mm-hmm. everyone. Then, so they broke it up into like nine week segments. And uh, every nine weeks, you can decide. So, and the second nine weeks, the all the girls decided they wanted to go back to school, and all the boys decided they wanted to stay here. So now I have three boys plus the baby, so four kids total at home, and uh, three girls are in school. And then, you know, obviously when they get out of school, then it's everyone back here. But, um, so, I mean, it helped a little bit to get half of them back in school, but it's still four kids at home plus a toddler running around screaming and getting into absolutely everything so that must be fun yeah it is i've learned i've learned to uh to deal with it i'm not the best at managing stress sometimes but (laughs) i'm getting better um yeah i'm also not um i'm not great i never have been great in loud environments um i get easily overwhelmed sonically so um having everyone at home all the time, it can get pretty loud and it's, uh, I've had to learn how to kind of cope with that more. Gosh. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I can't complain. It just makes you stronger, sir. <laughs> well, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Think how easy dodgeball will be. Once you get back on the court, you'll be able to easily wrangle all your teammates together. Yeah. Yeah. I won't even have to meditate anymore. I'll just be like, <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, you're not going to still weigh and find your Zen moment. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, can't see it on the video because uh, I'm afraid I'm going to mess up the audio like I did last time. But you've got a very impressive uh, man bun going on. I think is what Justin said offline. So, so 
the, like the, the COVID hair. I think we'll, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's longer than Marie's now. So <laughs> nice. Well, let's move on to, uh, to Joseph. So how you been, man? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Joseph Kinkarini, uh, captain of wrecking balls. And, uh, I don't feel like it's changed too much for me, man. I've been going to work since day one, I guess, of all this. Like they, we got somehow we were considered essential because doctors and everybody still got to go to, you know, work because they need their cars running. So I work in the automotive business. So I, I haven't missed a beat. <laughs> Uh, if anything, I've I've worked more this year than I have ever in any year, and since there's been no dodgeball, I haven't had to ask for any time off. Oh, man. So that's a plus. And then I, but um, I did get sick uh, early on. I had got sick, and then uh, but it was like all asymptomatic or whatever. I coughed like one time in the office, and my boss was like, "Hey, uh, go get tested." And I was like, "For real?" I'm like, it's allergies. <laughs> and then I, I came back positive tests, so like a whole family got put down in quarantine. So. Uh, but none of us had any problems with that. But other than that, no, um, it's just been solid. Like, just work, work. Wife's been working from home. Uh, so I got my two kids here. Uh, it's been interesting growing as a family differently, I guess. You know, you start realizing how much time you put into things that you may could have pulled off or maybe um, ask someone else to help or do, you know. So learning some different management stuff, definitely. Hmm. Well, that's good, man. Glad uh, it it's, hasn't been too much of an impact for you. Um, I, I, I can imagine there's some of our, you know, extended dodgeball family that you know aren't aren't doing so well, um, whether it's socially or, um, heaven forbid, financially because of the the job situation and shutdown. So, I mean, there's you know talking to like some of the boys from like Louisiana, New Orleans. I mean, that most of them were in like the hotel type business or, uh, you know, uh, traveling. I mean, that's, that's that whole area that it's all based on travel. I mean, we used to just go to New Orleans just for fun, uh, you know, outside of dodgeball. So it was like, they, they started shutting stuff down. A lot of those guys, I mean, all got for furloughed or laid off or anything else. Um, I, I'm not going to say it's been the easiest thing. I've had a couple of, uh, uh, close friends, I guess, choose a different way out and uh, we've had a couple of dodgeball people in the area you know uh i don't want to like get into it too much but i've had a lot of people pass away that probably shouldn't have passed away or for whatever reason they decided to do it on their own so it's 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 definitely a lot to consider like what we're doing here what we're doing how big the community is how important the community is how much we should be talking to each other and saying hi and hello at least um but it's uh it's been different that and being nicer to each other. I mean, I don't know if we're talking about like the, the dodgeball community. I know we can get pretty heated in certain uh, discussion threads, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's just a game and, you know, we're supposed to be having fun for all this and it's an outlet. I mean, it's, there's a reason why I've been doing this for 16 years now. Um, it's, it's probably kept me very chill. I mean, I, I don't know where else you can play a game where you're encouraged to just throw at people as hard as you can. And, um, you know, it's, it's supposed to be fun. And that for when it becomes not fun, it's, you know, I wonder like, is it even worth it anymore? Um, but well, um, I kind of had a format for this, um, you know, kind of just (laughs) talked about like how some of the teams, um, you know, we'd be looking at, I, I think Justin, you had said you wanted to take two teams, correct? For, um, yeah, we're going to take two teams from the South. And then six from the West. 
Four from the north and four from the east, giving us 16 total teams. Because of all the saturation in the west. So kind of going back to our, our exactly. shakeups episode, which, man, you want to talk about like starting the season off with anticipation and excitement. Um, try to remember some of the, the changes that happened that would have impacted the south. So Ascension potentially moving to the east was one of them, right? Yeah. And then we yeah, had, Ascension moved to the east. Right. And then uh, Lone Star Syndicate, which I think came in fourth place, ranked fourth on the season, uh, disbanded. Um, so that takes two of the top four teams from the South and moved them out essentially. And then there was rumors that wrecking balls was no longer going to be around, but yeah, I don't know who starts those rumors. Yeah. Let's, let's go right from the source. So <laughs> yeah, I just hear stuff. No, I feel really... like it's your team who starts those rumors half the time. <laughs> they probably are. They like drama disinformation. <laughs> I mean, there was always a chance that Rosie was always, always running his mouth about quitting or not coming back. And and then he always shows up. And so it's like, you know, whatever we got to do, I'm going to do it. So, I'm, I mean, I, I didn't know about, I mean, cat five, because I, I hitch was just here the other day. He was staying with me because they were doing the sandbar tournament here. And he stays at my house usually when he comes into Dallas. And um, I don't recall him saying Cat Five disbanded. I mean, I, I knew a lot of them had like Clay had moved away, and I think uh, um, oh, man, I just forgot his name. I think he had another kid. Uh, shoot, what is his Alex? name? Yes, yeah, yeah, he had another kid. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he did or not. But... Yeah, and then um, I think what we had heard was that that Cat Five and Voodoo were combining to make a new team. Is that right? Steve? Yeah, I think so. And it's as ironic. That's what Clay had told us, right? I'm going to. I don't want to. I think he basically but... said that the two of them were sort of combining into one team. Yeah, it was funny because Which... I remember we announced the we're, we're going to speculate. And then he's like, how can you do that? It's too early for the season to, you know, start speculating, talk about shakeups. And then like the next day, he's like, oh, by the way, uh, we're, we're merging. <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks, man. But uh, yeah, I think that was it. And then um, what, did we talk about A Town? Was that considered a, a South? I mean, we always we we always ask if they're ever going to come back, but it doesn't seem like. Well, they're ever from what back. I hear, there's they were planning on coming back for a full yeah. season. That's what I heard. Yeah. That's what that's what um, they're. I think Callen is the one who told me that. I think. Oh, A Town. I think I'm thinking of A Rush, but A Town is the team oh, yeah. from Oklahoma, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. A Town's from Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think A Rush will ever come back. I don't think no. they'll ever be back. But A Town is coming back, from what I understand. Well, I don't know if that's going to, I mean, that would have been great to see more, more teams. Um, so we've got, I don't know if you guys can see my screen, but I'm looking at the 2019 elite dodgeball standings. Um, I mean, obviously outsiders, you guys would have taken, um, one of the two seeds. I mean, I don't know if we want to throw you guys up on the spot right now, but I mean, is there any reason to believe that you guys wouldn't have taken first? I mean, with Ascension gone, um, both seen wrecking balls was, was still there. Um, I'm trying to think of like any other teams that might have given you guys, uh, you know, a hard, hard time. Um, Revolver, Southern Revolver. What, what are your, what are your thoughts on them? Uh, no, I don't think if if I had to, I would don't think I would put them in the top four. I think if I had to put someone besides us and Wrecking Balls in the top four, it would probably be A Town. And probably Vendetta. Vendetta's been getting stronger. Um, mm-hmm. So there's so. a new team that's coming to the South, 
which is based out of Colorado, ah, which is going to be, <laughs> which is going to be Scott's team and now Al- it's Alfred's team. Alfred Kwan and Scott are combining together to make a team out of the Colorado, and they're going to join the South. Would we have seen them? So I think that's during this time, though. No, I mean no one's seen them play. I mean they've played in Colorado. That's it. I mean we've been working on Scott for a while. I mean I got a whole bunch of pickle juice sitting over here for this guy. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Since since we found out he left outsiders, we were trying to get him um, on our team. We love Scott. Scott's 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 Dallas. He's us. He's uh, he's part of our whole thing in this area. Um, but now, nah, yeah, we I heard his podcast the other day, and I was like, oh my god, they're making another freaking team up there. But it's perfect that we want more people here, we want more teams. Um, if they were to put a team together, I mean, as far as no sting, I remember playing them when they were that no sting team. They were solid. They were a good team. Um, but. I don't know about how 8.5 works, but those are all solid players there. I mean, they all know what they're doing. Yeah, and they're adding a, a couple – I guess there's a couple local players from Dow, from uh, Denver as well that they're going to add in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be mostly a Denver-based team, which is nice that, you know, a, a team from another region is going to come down into the south and sort of expand the south region. Yeah, that's – apparently uh... – was it Scott? He was also talking about how there's, you know, this one kid out there who's got a ton of potential and um, Dakota. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Where did I see that? Um, I don't know. I just know because Alfred. I've talked to Alfred about it. Yeah, and I think I just saw him, <laughs> like like friend suggestions, or I just saw Dakota. Like somehow I know it's him. He played it. He played at Sin City, um, hmm. and that's where I think people saw him at first. Gotcha. So you could have potentially seen this Denver team this year, though. That that was ultimately the question I had was, would they have been formed in time to be part of this this run? Because it sounded like it was more like later. Than... I mean, it, it didn't it didn't happen until Jenny and Alfred moved to Colorado, which was so yeah, I don't yeah, I don't uh, think it would like have four was... months ago, three months ago. So right. probably not. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Scott was promised out to a couple of West Coast teams, I think. Um, cause we kept asking him, he was, he said he was going through toward the West to play with some of those guys over there. So yeah, I don't <laughs> think it would have happened, um, this year, like this past year or whatever. It would have, it would have been like this coming year. They would have worked. Yeah. Considering that Scott didn't do amazingly well, you know, in the West. So, I mean, there's so many hypotheticals here. I mean, it is it's a hypothetical tournament. Yeah. It's, it's just so many different I mean, it's, you consider, having people to play with in your own area and region, then I would rather do that than have to travel to the West to play with a bunch of guys I don't ever practice with or to the South with a bunch of guys I don't ever have to practice with. You know, you're just going mm-hmm. off sheer talent at that point. Um, yeah, exactly. So I'm looking at, has was there any shakeups besides Scott leaving outsiders? Is outsiders still solid six as the, Oh yeah. Can we talk about this? The stuff? two, the two Hashimoto's Jake, Kim, you and Joe. Yep. Yeah, we have uh, everyone except Scott still same. Did you also have like going to run with six this year? Uh, yeah, that's the plan. We um, we talked briefly about um, maybe having a sub, but you know we could never come to a kind of a, con- a consensus on who we wanted to talk to, and so we were just confident with running with the six. I think it's easier when you got just the six. It can be. It definitely makes it easier. It's just you have that chance of injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our that's our problem is that nationals every year we have two or three people get hurt. That's yeah. What did Eli do? Pull his back or something? Yeah, Eli screwed up his back. Jake and Kim both got hurt. This is, I think, the first nationals I didn't get hurt. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had three guys that were, you know, not fully healthy. So hmm. in terms of team chemistry, it definitely is. If you can have six that only and never get injured, it it is the perfect matchup because everyone's always in the, everyone's focused, everyone's keyed in. No one's ever sitting out, you know, no one's ever feeling like, oh, I should be in that person shouldn't be in. It's just well, you're kind of forced perfectly. to have to like, you have to kind of trust that guy's going to do his job when you got six because you can't. Mm-hmm. You're only going to be as strong as your weakest person out there, whoever that person be. Um, I mean, you you have to know he is got to do his job. Um, having seven or even eight players because you no, know, I mean, I typically run with eight, and it gets like just tedious of just having to manage like. Who's going to go in? Who's going out? Who's going to get upset when you pull them out? Who's going to get pissed off? But I like it from perspective of running a team where I can look at like, okay, I'm getting ready to go against outsiders. We're getting ready to go against corruption. We're getting ready to do this. Like, who can I move around to change things up like mid round? Like, I kind of wish we had a little bit more time in between like the round, like the, the, the game, like this in between the sets, like to just go, okay, Hey, let me just, this is what I'm seeing. It's what we're doing. Okay. Go almost, you know, like a, just you know, because we always are always so strapped for time. They want us to hustle, 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 get the next round, get the next round, get the next round. But I kind of wish we had time to kind of game plan because you are looking at something different every time you play. But like, not like a lot of time, just like real quick, like call play. This we're doing. You're out. You're out. Move in. You know, it's it would just for me it'd be something with eight players to kind of work with. Seven's like the sweet spot because if you do get the injury, you got one guy. As long as you don't go more than that. <laughs> yeah, you get that one guy, then you've got, you know, there's a good chance that person's hopefully retrieving, so he's, you know, staying somewhat loose and active and paying attention to the mm-hmm. game. Um, I've run rosters of eight before, and I, I, it's like, what combination do I want now? Because uh, somehow I, I plan to have eight because I just know something's going to happen, people are going to flake out or bail or can't make it last minute. And then when I do have eight, they all show up. I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, what, why this, uh, why did it work out this way? But, um, had a question from one harsh truth. He asks, uh, why are the outsider children always hurt? I don't know if you want to acknowledge that. Yeah, one, I, don't I mean, I don't know. I Does he not know. see them play? I wish I had an answer. Vaughn pushes them too hard. Yeah. yeah. They push I, each other, I, man. I've never seen these kids do. I'm sorry, Vaughn, but they, I mean, if you haven't seen these kids play, like these kids are like just lights out just. Um, yeah lights out they, they, you can't i mean they're i've never seen someone except for like maybe a dennis rodman play where they dive out and like catch a ball or save a person or, i mean whatever the case would be i mean yeah you're gonna get hurt when you're playing like that it's just gonna happen you yeah, guys I mean, need to invest in like that uh under armor padding stuff the... <laughs> you can't do that but, down here man <laughs> yeah <laughs> people call you a bitch real quick <laughs> i mean i sent a i get hurt just i get hurt just running literally like like when we went to west round two i broke my ankle because i like i was running up toward that we were playing raiders and i was running up toward the line and i planted and my freaking ankle just buckled and i ended up breaking my ankle kathy had to play open uh, for our team for like against i think like two or three teams before i could broke actually your get ankle? back up yeah and then i sat, i put i actually put a brace on it and then i sat out two or three rounds and then i went back in that's crazy. <laughs> See, I was I was laughing at first. I thought you were joking. You're like, oh, I, I get hurt just for money. And then you just said you broke your ankle. So I feel like a jerk now. But Jesus. No, it's on YouTube. Check it out. No, thank you. <laughs> I saw, I'm still not over Dak Prescott's ankle injury. Just, I can't. Ugh. Oh, no. It, it was, I mean, if it was anything like that, I definitely would not have been back on the court. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just any kind of like 
ankle or shin or knee just freaks me out. Like I, I just can't, I can't do it, man. Just... Man, I was like, nah, that's his shoe. His shoe just came off. And I was like, wait a minute. His foot's still in the shoe. <laughs> oh, man. Gnarly. Well, let's go back to, because uh, one thing I noticed was um, I pulled up the brackets from the one round that actually happened, um, and that was uh, foam and cloth. And so looking at the looking at the foam elimination bracket, no surprise, outsiders took first. And then it looks like Vendetta actually clawed the way up all the way to, to second. Um I was kind of hoping for something similar, but then in cloth, same thing. Outsiders took first, so I mean that's easy right there. I can we, we can easily justify that one. But then A Town took first, or excuse me, took second. So, I mean, from what you guys can remember, do you think if we're looking at Vendetta, A Town, Wrecking Balls, like is that a fair fair placement, or what are you guys thinking? I think you need to take this round and just throw it in the trash because. <laughs> That's how I felt cloth about is, it. Cloth is probably a better <laughs> representation of 8.5 than foam is. Yeah. It is and it isn't. I mean, I mean, size, no. yes, but like actual feel and like half my guys couldn't even throw the ball. Like they were like, it was the first time I saw Justin throw a ball like two feet. Like it was like he was new all of a sudden. Like he couldn't get this ball out of his hand to go anywhere. Um, foam, like, I mean, I'll be honest, like for, as far as wrecking balls go, if next year we're, you're probably not going to see us in anything but 8.5, we're about to just do straight a rush and just 8.5. Cause nobody on my team wants to play anything else. And I keep forcing them or asking them to play. And then we end up just doing horrible and everything because they're just not conditioned or they don't want to be there. So, I mean, I'm probably going to have a lot of open players for, um, co-ed and, uh, no steam but i mean as far as foam and rubber i mean i like cloth i was the only ball i could ever throw that hard but uh, no one else could um but yeah it's um i just i didn't i mean when everyone kind of starts comparing like and i mean half the people in the other divisions didn't even want to play this round they were like foam cloth this and that so it's like but we keep getting recognized as doing so poorly and so we did we we did horrible in that tournament um, but I, I would, there, there's teams, I mean, like we don't even show up to open like phone play here. We just do 8.5 Mondays and any other time we play 8.5. I mean, that's on us. Uh, Fort Worth does no sting. Uh, I mean, even like co-ed, it's like, we don't play enough dodgeball here to even play with our, the ladies we do get on our team because they're so focused on getting their women's team going. Like it's taking practice away from them to do co-ed. And I don't want to make that sound like an excuse, but we literally only have like one or two days to play here. I keep watching the West Coast and East Coast and some of these other places where they got like several practices or there are several locations to play dodgeball. We got like one, maybe two. Right. So, I mean, if I want to go play Fort Worth, I'm driving an hour and a half one way to get there. Dallas, I'm 20 minutes, 15 minutes from work. And then we find other locations. And I mean, A-Rush used to practice outside. Like they used to they actually had a, a tennis court that the city donated to them um, when they won their first time or whatever, but they had their own outside tennis court or whatever out here in Carrollton, but it's been taken over by, you know, everything else. So, but I mean, as far as that bracket goes, I'm going to say right now, outsiders, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take anything away from them. They're, they're going to win. They would have won this year in our region. Uh, I think we may have been able to take one round or gotten really close but they still would have won it. Just I, I know what I'm playing. I know who I'm playing against. I mean, they would have had to have taken several injuries 
a town's good but we've i i don't know like i always feel like they were getting a bump on the we always had some issues with rules but i'm not gonna throw them under the bus like that they're still learning they're new um ascension being gone and you know cat five being gone vendetta is a hard team to play when it comes to foam and no steam that's for sure but they didn't do so well in 8.5 when we play them here so Gotcha. That's just me. I mean, like I said, it's hypotheticals. I'm gonna I'm gonna boost my team. I think we would have done really well, but I give it to outsiders. With uh wrecking wrecking balls the second. The second take, taking the second seed. Vaughn, what do you think? Uh yeah, I mean I think I think I'm comfortable saying wrecking balls would take the second seed. They definitely have the most continuity. Um you know, of all the teams that are left outside of us. Uh, I think A-Town would have come in and been a top four. I think they're, I think they're good. Like, I mean, they are still learning. Um, and they have some issues. I don't, I think they rub a lot of the dodgeball community the wrong way. Um, there's been, you know, a lot of um, questions about their honesty and stuff like that, you know, when they showed up at nationals and even when they played down here, they, we've seen less of that when they play against us. Um, but I think they respect us more. And I think that is part of it. You know, if they feel they should beat a team, maybe that maybe they uh, are a little looser on the honesty. I don't know. I'm not going to say what it is, but, but there've definitely been some complaints. Like I said, it happens less against us, but um, I think Vendetta, I think Vendetta's probably, like I said earlier, I think Vendetta's probably my other top four team. Um, you know, they have some continuity coming back. They have John Wheeler and Eric Vasquez, who are two uh, good arms for them. They can catch. Um, yeah, so I think I think I would probably put Wrecking Balls, too, um, just continuity-wise and, and skill-wise. Yeah. I think they're ahead of the other two teams, but but I would definitely put the other two in the top four. They got Jordan too on Vendetta. Uh, who's Jordan? Which one? Jordan, Jordan, big big gym guy that they had. Uh, he played on a couple different teams, but uh, I'm trying to raise he's just like twenty something year old kid. He's just a big kid, but he's, he's got an arm. They, I mean, Probably if I saw Ven- his face. Yeah, Vendetta's. I mean, the cool thing with Vendetta is that they have a lot of guys that have been playing local dodgeball for a long time, so. And then they've been playing with mixed teams like through the last couple of years of elite, but Fort Worth has a bigger pool of players, I think to pull from. And they have a lot of like kind of ex college type people that played a lot of sports, not just like somebody that decided they want to show up and play dodgeball. And, you know, uh, these guys can, I mean, I've, like I said, I've been out to a couple of things. They, they have a ton of potential in a lot of these guys, if they want to pursue playing dodgeball they would just have to learn like the game schemes things like that but no the vendetta is definitely um i definitely put them in there maybe third i mean maybe even pushing on second with us they definitely would have given us a hard time so i'm looking at um because i'm I'm glad you guys are talking about the continuity aspect because if you look at round one in march of last year outsiders ascension syndicate then wrecking balls and then for round two outsiders ascension wrecking balls and then judgment and then um round three outsiders ascension wrecking balls but ascension wouldn't be there so i'm kind of like looking at them like okay kind of remove that layer and wrecking ball seems to be the most consistent you have vendetta Mm -hmm. looking what i think 
Well, unfortunately, kind of last in round one and one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh in round two. Seventh again. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like you were saying, Joseph, like maybe if they, you know, pursued this like with some practices or maybe more some consistency, we'd probably see them showing up. Well, um, I mean, if you look at the, the thing is, though, if you switch it over to no sting, they're in the top. You know what I mean? Like if you switch it to no sting foam, Vendetta is in the top, like second, third, fourth place. Mm. Um, and then they're there. I, I don't, they play a lot of no sting. They play a lot of foam. So I don't know. I know ball types make a big difference, but I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, clearly they make a huge because my team doesn't want to play them. So it's like if they can figure out how to get what they got going on with no sting and get that over to 8.5, if 8.5 is still the big ticket item, you know, because um, that's all I seem to care about these days, then they, they're going to be a hard team to beat because, I mean, when it, they, they – do really well in the other game types. I mean, I, I don't remember if they gave you guys a hard time, Vaughn, and nosing and stuff like that. But I mean, if they can just figure out how to get what they got going on for that in eight point five, they're definitely going to be like a top contender team. But uh, without Ascension being in here, um, it, it definitely opens up like for us to be in second a little easier. I hate to say it like that, but um, I mean, there's still a lot of good talent and skills out there. It's just a matter of these teams pulling together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh, for the, for, you know, like I said, I would pick Wrecking Balls to come out of that and us and Wrecking Balls be the top two that kind of move on in this thing. But I would also wouldn't discount Continuum uh, being one mm-hmm. of the top four, um, depending on what team they can get together. Ben's biggest issue, I feel like, is continuity. Um, he has some guys that can be there and some guys that can't be there. And then the next round, it's, you know, a different team. But I, I think they're solid players and I think they, have all played together enough that I think if he could find some continuity there this season, then they could for sure be a top four team. That's uh, I can't help but find the irony in uh, Ben having continuity issues with his team called continuum, but I felt that yeah. pain. <laughs> I feel that pain, man. It is Ben McCoy, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so real quick, I just want to read off Sergio's predictions for the South. So he put Outsiders first, A-Town second, Wrecking Balls third, Southern Revolver fourth. Um, Perfect, Joe. <laughs> and then I think asked why. He said the shakeups in the South will favor consistent teams. So that that was actually, um, that seems to be kind of like the, the key determination here. And then he wrote something about me beating Koiv, which I don't know if I want to read that out loud. Um, he says he can smoke Markel in 1v1, though. So hopefully we'll see that. And then... Um, Kim, he says, Outsiders, Wrecking Balls, Vendetta, Syndicate, and A-Town. So it seems pretty pretty unanimous. I mean, Justin, I, I think you said you, you feel the same way. We'd be looking at Outsiders and Wrecking Balls for the top two. Yeah, I mean, I think that seems like the clear cut. I mean, obviously Outsiders, and I think from when I talk to people, most people seem to think Wrecking Balls would be the second seed. Yeah. Um, I think the only other team that I heard mentioned was A-Town. And I think it's really hard to mention a team that's only played – what one nationals and one foam tournament as a, as a traveling team. Did they come to any rounds last year? Well, they didn't come to any rounds, but they've come to some of the Dallas dodgeball hosted tournaments, okay. um, foam tournaments. So we've seen them more than everyone else has seen them, but it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still not a ton, but you know, I've seen them several times where most mm-hmm. people have only seen them once or twice. So are they more of an, they're more of a foam team than they are an 8.5 team too. I think historically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, for now, we're so, pretty much sticking with 8.5 because 
my god that'd be a nightmare maybe maybe we'll do like a quick like lightning round uh once we get to the actual nationals once the bracket's built but um yeah i'm just, I'm just excited more for you know this potential colorado team oklahoma just just more more teams in general would, would be nice to see um so hopefully you know we see them next year when we play again and they're not discouraged from you know whatever issues that might might seem to be kind of um I won't say haunting them, but because I, I did catch wind of some potential issues that they've had, but uh, the more the merrier. So is, we had a couple dodgeball? teams. Go ahead. I was going to say, is dodge? Is there any teams represented out of like San Antonio or Austin or or Houston or any of the Money other Lord. larger cities in Texas? It's really just Dallas. And no, I mean several years ago there were there were two teams out of San Antonio. There was Hitman, which is actually where Joe used to play. And there was mm-hmm. another team called Defenders. Um, Defenders mm-hmm. has been gone for a long time. Hitman um, was still together up until I think two years ago. Um, Johnny Ray Castillo was their captain. And then he had another baby, so he couldn't play anymore. Um, and then after that, they just kind of never got back together. But David and uh, Randy from Hitman actually played with Continuum last season. Um, so they're still playing, just not with Hitman. There have never been any Houston teams. When we had rounds in Houston, there was usually a, a throw-together team. What's that guy's name that usually does uh, it over there? Um, uh, Riley, Riley and Thomas used to play. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's there's an, like, there's an Austin team that's a throw-together team, but they've never traveled to the rounds they played at mm-hmm. uh, nationals i think i think Joe took it austin has a um, huge social league hmm. but we've invited them to like i was actually really trying to be like a, an ambassador to like get them involved with our like even even i was even like like let's have like a texas like throw down what city's got the best dodgeball team kind of thing and and like the lady that runs it emailed me back and if you're listening i, I, I don't care um <laughs> Uh, she basically just said that we're too competitive and that's not their thing and we would hurt their players or something along that line. And I had to reach out to Joe. Um, oh, what's his last name? You know who I'm talking about, Vaughn. Uh, he used to play in our league. Debus. He's Yeah. Um, Joe Debus. Yeah, yeah. Joe is freaking awesome. Uh, I reached out to him and told him what they said. He's like, like he's like, you're freaking kidding. Like, like they don't even want to have like just a, a plain Jane, just, you know, tournament here, foam or 8.5, anything. So Nothing. it's like, it was like, cause we were thinking about maybe doing um like hosting like a, like a, like a Texas cup. Cause we have so many big cities here and then there's enough Southern other stuff that maybe we can just get a bunch of thrown together teams just to come out and have fun and then see if we can go anywhere from there. But, um, which is kind of like Tom doing his FTC um, tournament where he gets all these people to come from out of town. But yeah, Austin. I mean, we have so many major cities here of college. Even even Denton County over here, the college over here, they have a dodgeball league, and they've come to some of our like local tournaments, and they usually get destroyed because they play, I guess, like the college full court, and um, right, their the rules are a little bit different. So like they don't, no one ever reads the rules. So when they show up, they they get beat half the time on rules and fall out of bounds and different things like that. So uh, yeah, there's you just, always hear about Texas being like you know athlete haven you know so many good football players baseball players basketball players going to texas you would think that you guys would just be have you'd have dodgeball you know leftovers like one of my friends from he went to a&m they actually have dorm room dodgeball tournaments like it's like a regular thing 
And then, you know, he was talking about like how that his team was like, you know, three years in, you know, they're taking it like first place. And there's like 40 teams of like 10. I'm like, where are these people at? Yeah. You know, we, we get maybe what, like 11 teams in our South events and that's us filling it. You know, I mean, we got, you know, um, balls deep and Yoshi's had a couple different teams rage and they, you know, like, like all these guys have, they've put some teams together. It's just, we don't have a big enough pool here. Even, even when we start counting some of the Fort Worth people, we just don't have enough people to draw from because no one's staying. And I don't know if maybe we're just all holes or something or. Well, I mean, the problem we... with, with some of the cities is there's, there's no one out there to recruit. Like there's no one out there to start it. So there's certainly not yeah. anyone to continue it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we already, we're established here and they're established in Fort mm-hmm. Worth. So it's easier to recruit, but there's no one, you know, Joe is out in Austin, but I don't know how much he does. Um, you know, I don't know how many people are, are interested if he is talking to people, but there's not a team that's already there that can draw other people in. Yeah. Same with same with Houston. I don't know what Houston's deal is. They're like a top five city in the country population wise. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, if you just went by population capita versus like what LA has for dodgeball players and tried to do the math on Houston for like that, it makes no sense. Like they, they play kickball they like crazy there? out there. They have they socially have like the they have a waka club waka or whatever mm-hmm. it is yeah and they play dodgeball but man they're huge into kickball they're huge into spike ball yeah. uh we do a lot of fo- there's a lot of adult football here we have a rugby league here um I mean, and i've tried reaching into some of these groups and telling, hey come out to dodgeball come out to dodgeball we'll come out to one of y'all's you know, like open days or something like come just come do us a solid you will come do y'all a solid or something and then like nothing no traction man i mean so, one thing that kind of, one thing that kind of got really popular really fast and in the Dallas area was the gay dodgeball league. So if that can start up in Austin or Houston, maybe that draws people in. Um, well, no, know, so but... uh, they do. I didn't know if you knew that they do. They they're all over Texas. They have a huge thing for gay dodgeball. Unfortunately, when I reached out to the guy to see if he would help out or if he would like, get some players to come out and hang out or if they want to put a team together, I was banned from the team or the group in Facebook because I was poaching players or something. I'm like, Whoa, whoa like, what are you I, I just put an event out saying, hey, there's a dodgeball tournament. If you guys want to put a team together, come out. And then gay dodgeball people that run it were like, no, nah, you can't do that. You can't put other like, – I was like, I was like, seriously. Just take it as a, like a threat to their they We're a threat their to their estate. business. They're, yeah. they're treating it like a business versus um, anything. It's like in San Antonio, they have a, another um, – it's a Diablo's uh, sport something. They do kickball and dodgeball, and they have like – 300 something people in this, this community. And it's, it's, it's a predominantly a gay community, but um, you know, like even the guys at San Antonio didn't even know about it. <laughs> hmm. So Is that varsity dodgeball. <laughs> Is that the league? Is it uh, called varsity dodgeball? That's the one that we have here. I think that's the one we have in Dallas. I don't, I mean, I don't know about that one. He's talking, but yeah, that's what the, that's what they have in Houston and uh, uh, Denver. We have one here in New York city called big apple dodgeball, which, is is huge. They have so many members. People show up. They get you know. They play like actually, three or four nights a week. It's kind of crazy. Dang. There's another league down the street from us, Vaughn. That's the Addison Circle thing or whatever. What is that? The Texas Social something. It's it's the other group. The um, Lone Star Social Sports. Yeah, yeah, they do dodgeball. Yeah. And they, they usually get a yeah. pretty big following, but I think we got Tom and them got us kicked. I don't remember something, something happened and we're not supposed to be playing with them again or anymore or something. I don't remember what happened. 
Well, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there, but according to Tom, they said that like Harper and whoever was going out there were, <laughs> were too competitive to play in their league. Everybody in the face. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like Harper, just just from the conversation <laughs> I had with uh, uh, Kyle and, and Scott. Um, Dodgeball Dan says, um, most rec leagues don't want to do other stuff with other rec leagues. From a business aspect, usually is a bad idea. Dodgeball is more unique, and people are willing to do more with other groups. Um, I agree. He also says, uh, you don't ever see Walmart and Target doing uh, charities together. So, I mean, it, it's probably what it is, honestly, is just from a business aspect, you know, you're, you're trying to poach from my guys, and unfortunately, you know, you have to figure out other ways to to target those because we used to have this problem with, um, I mean, here in Arizona, like you have a rec league that doesn't want to share or takes it as a threat. I mean, that was one of the main reasons why the NDL was such a, what it is, um, but I remember doing these gigantic frat boy tournaments for um, for the U of A um, for charity, and you'd think, man, of the eighty people here playing dodgeball, like ten of them got to want to play dodgeball like competitively. But you just have to—I don't know—I don't know if it's just like you have to get them at the right time when they're sober at the right place, and they have to show up and not get <laughs> hit in the face by Chris Bell. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that goes into getting somebody to get hooked on this game to the point where they want to compete and come back. So. Just, uh, I mean, I, I definitely get the business aspect. I'm just kind of like, I'm also, this is, this is Texas. I've been here my whole life. We're super competitive, supposedly. And, you know, when someone says, hey, you're, you know, let's have a challenge or a throwdown or a league or this and that, let's, let's freaking do it. And when I get people telling me we're too competitive, I mean, what are you, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what are we running here? This is dodgeball. It doesn't matter. I mean, either you have a good team or you don't. You have people that can come out and do this or anybody. I mean, like, just not allowing me to post a tournament. I'm not going to steal anybody away. And if, and then if you host a tournament, let's join your tournament and we'll put money in too. It's like the, the business is there's business one-on-one and there's business of like the community taking care of each other as, as dodgeball and the sport as a whole, the, the sport spike ball is probably going to be in the Olympics before we know it. And dodgeball is still going to be like a joke on the side. Well, they just break dancing, yeah. make it like of all break dancing made dodge made the, the Olympics today. Oh man. So I mean, there we go. <laughs> break dancing. Overcome a break dancer. I mean, they 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 will cover dodgeball. On, way to get uh, in. The sport, the local sport radio here, and they just clown on it the whole time when they put it on the the ESPN Ocho thing, and then like oh, yeah. there, I think it was like one of the last um, uh, trampoline events, and they're like, oh, this guy just why is he screaming? He just got hit in the chest, you know? And it was like, well, like you don't even like the context is completely blown out of like you didn't see the whole like storyline but only we know that like no one that doesn't know anything about the sport doesn't understand what really happened so it's i mean everybody makes fun of it no matter what yeah you know we still gotta the problem is it always goes back to that movie yep yep still got a long way to go and we're not we're not far from that movie 16 years later i mean uh, there's a, a charity event here in dallas and vaughn's hosted or he's a ref at some of them i think and i usually get the play because my company um sponsors it but they get like 15 teams of 20 and they donate like 10,000, 15, $30,000 to play. And then they play dodgeball in um, the, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, what is it? The, uh, their arena or whatever they play there. American Airlines center, American Airlines center. Yeah. We play there for like three hours dodgeball. Dang. That's cool. And I mean, and it's awesome. And they get that kind of publicity for a charity event. But then when we, you know, Tom was there, he was trying to get people to come in and say, no one cares. No one shows up. So, and that's been like, this is the first year we didn't have it. We've been doing it for like, I think four or five years now because of COVID. So, 
Well, keep fighting the good fight, man. At least, at least you're trying. That's <laughs> that's more than uh, most people can say. But I think uh, Dodgeball Dan said that's why we hate the movie sometimes, which I agree. It's uh, I love it. And I hate it. It's, it's still really funny, and but sometimes uh, you it's know like, the best part of that movie is Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just love Lance Armstrong. He comes in there and talks about all that he didn't quit and this and that, and then just puts him in his place. <laughs> makes him feel like, <laughs> later. Makes him feel like crap. Yeah, and then that happens. <sighs> well, let me. Um, I got some crowdsource questions I wanted to run through real quick, and then then we'll we'll wrap this bad boy up. But um, let me pull up the Facebooks. So, uh, Kim, I think he had tried answering, asking a question on the survey, but I tried to keep it, keep it real simple. So he ended up posting on here. He, um, you might've covered this a little bit, but it's up for anybody. If you want to take anything that was not answered. Um, but he asked what new teams would have been added. Um, we kind of talked about a town and the, uh, Denver team, any team shakeups who retired. I think we kind of covered that unless there's any big reveals. Um, I did want to ask was Anthony Miller on wrecking balls last year. Mm-hmm. Would he have been on this year? As far as he's told me, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I talked to him the other day. It's uh he kind of went um like just he kind of like vanished on me for a minute. Like I couldn't get a hold of the guy for nothing. Uh, I actually talk to his wife every now and then just to, just to check in. I check in on my people like every now and then just to make sure everything's right because you just never know what's going on with anybody. So right. um, I finally got a hold of him and we actually started talking and, and uh, he's, he's like me. We, he wants me to help him, you know, see if we can find a place to play locally. I mean, we were even talking about maybe reaching out to Cody and see if we can get like a sandbar league going, but then I reminded him that it's cold and <laughs> playing in the sand in the cold kind of sucks. Um, especially here. Cause it's like always wet, but um, Anthony, Anthony would have been there. The, uh, the only question mark I got today was um, from George, which he was on Lone Star and then he got to play the one round with us and then we sucked and then we never came back to do anything else. So um, hmm. I feel like I, George I would, always says he's retiring. Yeah. He like knows. every season George retires. <laughs> I would, I would love to have him come back cause we didn't get to actually play 8.5 with him. And I, I would love for that opportunity to come back. Um I think my brother, uh, Angelo, he's probably going to take a break from national travel play, things like that. Um, he just, uh, he's, uh, he's a police officer. And just the, when you start seeing all the stuff that kind of went down in our community, you know, it, it didn't really seem supportive. <laughs> so um, he was just like, you know, I'm just, it's, it's, you got to start distancing yourself from certain people that aren't, and, you know, and he's, he's a great person. And uh, I think he's a, police officer when it comes to that kind of stuff uh the rest of my team from what i understand everybody's coming back we had some injuries kind of like uh outsiders that were a little different but i mean for the most part everyone's healed up uh, i think we're all a little fatter <laughs> so we definitely need to lose some weight if this does happen next year or for yeah, 2021 there was uh, yeah. a yeah i mean whenever we showed up to that sandbar tournament i feel like everyone there was like out of shape like i mean like there were people like that like that have been working out through the quarantine, but there's like a difference in like dodgeball shape and just, you know, yeah. working out. Like and it was clear. Everyone was not in dodgeball shape. I think Sam is the only one on my team that is like, like he still runs like every morning or every day. And then he's out like, like he's still like in track college shape. Cause that's what, I mean, he did track college and him and his, and him and his wife both do. And like, they're very, very active and he eats clean 
like vegan and every i mean he's he's in like hella good shape so <laughs> yeah but like von is said everything I mean, shut it's... down in dallas now do i know is all of dodgeball shut down were you guys open at all during quarantine or no it's been shut down the whole time uh, there was the one sandbar tournament like two weekends ago, but that's been literally the only thing since since mm-hmm. round one. Dodgeball dance is uh, I'm in dodgeball shape. It's called round. I think that's ninety like percent <laughs> of us, man. <laughs> you but, know, I think I heard something that the uh, Sky Zone was having dodgeball, like just open play. Was, but I, I don't. I haven't been there, and I don't know how long. So it's it's probably it's probably killed now. I mean, considering everything's like resurging um yeah that place is a covid i'm sure yeah it's all the sweat off the trampolines just being flung in your face yeah no thanks so and i don't have any interest in in beating up nine-year-olds yeah (laughs) there's also that (laughs) um (sighs) let me go back to kim's question he had a follow-up for both um for Vaughn and Joseph. Um, so he asked what you guys were looking forward to this season. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like a punch in the gut, but I mean, was there anything in particular that you're looking forward to this season, Vaughn? Um, I mean, nothing that I'm not just kind of generally looking forward to every season, like just seeing kind of how, you know, how much we evolve as a team. Right. Um, seeing, you know, what we do at nationals against the other, teams that we don't ever get to see I don't, nothing nothing special just the usual what are you, are you uh, guys planning to play any round outside of the south this year and you have uh, we haven't years. we haven't really yeah we hadn't really talked about it much you know we didn't things got shut down so early we didn't have a whole lot of time to game plan so mm-hmm. but i mean we would have liked to but we never got even to the stage of talking about where we would go Gotcha. And I felt like there was enough chatter like about other teams coming to the South to play. Like I felt like I was hearing something new every every day for a while. They're like, oh, this this you know, like every like or just a combination of teams are trying to come or something. I don't know. But never will. <laughs> not not this year. Maybe next year. Um what about you, Joseph? I mean, anything out of the ordinary that you were looking forward to this season? In general, I was just looking forward to the season because um I mean, last the, the the previous year, you know, we lost to corruption in the was it the semifinals or whatever. And um, I mean, that's the furthest we've ever gotten as a team. And then uh, I made a uh, for me, I made a poor decision as a captain on how I handled team management. And uh, and you know, you learn something every year. You learn from all your mistakes. That's 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 the plan you're supposed to, right? So I was looking forward, just kind of like Vaughn, to see we get to the finals, see we get to nationals, and how far can we get with these other teams? Um, how far can we get? I mean, I guess maybe there's a little bit of a chip on our, my shoulder a little bit, just because there's a lot of people that just they they don't think very highly of us, like Vaughn. So there's maybe we don't get the same respect that some of the other people do. So, um, you know, anytime we can take an east coast or a west coast team down or uh, if it be the best team a worst team a middle team like i, I look forward to that that's great because i always want to put something for the south on here um make sure that we're representing our region or the the people here i mean i mean the outsiders care a ton of the weight for us as far as the south goes i mean going to california and playing over there and doing really great in the round robin and then still holding our own into the the you know bracket play and everything that's that's a lot for us to to get to that level, to have that kind of thing is like, we know we don't have the same talent, so we have to work 
twice as hard. So I was really looking forward to this this this, this season. I was not so much round one. We didn't nobody cared. <laughs> like, like I think I said it in the podcast for round one. It felt like a regular like rec play. Right. <laughs> but um, no, it was. I was definitely looking forward to that. And I think I had a better team with George um, coming in, and I was willing to give my spot up for Scott. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean kind of off that topic of uh you know round one so dominic borgia asked you know how does it feel knowing you played in the only usa dodgeball round of 2020 i mean there's a lot of hype with the premier league um it looked like it's finally happening it was really exciting i mean looking back knowing that that was the only event that happened for everyone i mean does that change your attitude about it at all or i mean we had a good time yeah i mean it was, i mean it's literally what it felt like it felt like a good time it was a good tournament there was I mean, very little hostility. I mean, I think we, there was a couple teams there I hadn't seen before. That's why I don't know. There was like a random baseball team, I think, that came in or something like that, or a team from the north or something. Um, You're talking about the, the Canadian team? Yeah, yeah. They like there was it was we got to see some people we've never seen before. So I mean, it was it was a good tournament, but so I mean, it was that. Yeah, the Canadian team. They came down. They were having their provincials. I think for um, Dodgeball Canada, the national team tryouts. Mm-hmm. So they came down as like a tune up um, to get ready for that tournament. Oh, yeah. Hardest. Didn't y'all tune them up? And then they still lost to us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. We tuned them up. <laughs> Dude, that was like, that was crazy. Like those guys were talking like mad crap. Yeah. Them. And that's that. Is that hardest? And, and it was like, I thought there'd be a full on brawl for a second. That was the only team that did that too. It was like, (laughs) that's awesome. That hardest foam. Yeah, it's hardest foam. I think I cut out again. Yeah, hardest foam. Yeah. Yeah, they were uh, from. I keep like cutting out. (laughs) Well, um, that's funny. Yeah, like one of their guys like went up to Eliza or something and was like, "Just because you're on the Team USA doesn't mean you're good." And it was like, "What? (laughs) Wrong guy." (laughs) What what are you talking about? (laughs) Let's roll back to some video footage here. (laughs) I can confirm he is good. (laughs) Yeah, he's very good. I think the the world and the gold medal around his neck could confirm that pretty well. uh, For being, was he like? Like, bro, you weren't even on Team Canada, so I don't know why you're talking. (laughs) Oh man. But Jake had to come. Jake Mason had to come over and step in and kind of escort him away. No kidding. <laughs> it was a mess. Didn't, didn't they get like thrown out of that? Like Jake asked them all to leave or something. I can't remember. Um, I don't. I don't know if they got officially asked to leave. I have no idea. But... Man, that is good to know because these guys hit me up for a sponsorship uh, early in the year, and I was like, I mean, I'm going to sponsor Team USA for anybody. <laughs> and now that I know that they're a bunch of crap talkers, maybe maybe I'll reconsider that. We'll send them some. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say something really inappropriate. I'm, I'm not gonna say that out loud. But and Canadians, they wanted some so like nice. knee pads or what? They wanted some ballast knee pads. Yeah, they wanted some like ballast knee pads and you know just a couple hundred bucks to help with you know. I mean, it's not like I'm financing the entire team, but uh, maybe I'll consider if they write a formal apology to uh, to Eli. That's wild, man. I'm I'm glad you guys stopped them. That's awesome. I mean, they were pretty good. Like they all had arms, and you know they yeah. were they were hard to hit, but. Yeah, they just like to run their mouth a lot, and they couldn't. I don't think they could handle coming down here and losing. So, and then they did. So it was <laughs> killing them. That's awesome. Um, well, I mean, don't take the South lightly. 
and don't talk crap to one of those players in the world right now. That's just recipe for a disaster. Um, I don't have a freaking Austin Deeks question. I don't know why I snoozed on this, um, but I did write in my notes, um, Justin, if you wanted to do your what's in your bag, since I don't have the, the dad joke. Do you guys have anything that you guys carry in your bag that feel it? I mean, Vaughn, I guess you probably have meditation, things that you yep. meditate to. That's definitely something different than people don't normally have. Joseph, do you think you think you have anything that you carry that's different than anybody else? <laughs> um, I think I'm the only guy that literally shows up with like highlighters and a clipboard. That's awesome. <laughs> You're the only guy with a literal pickle juice sponsorship. And I got the pickle juice sponsorship, yeah. And I, and I feel horrible. I actually, I reached out to the guy just because I like, he gave us like four boxes of like 20 gallons of pickle juice and they're sitting in my freaking living room right now still. Like I haven't touched them. I'm just, they're sitting there. I'm just like, God. But I was like, I felt horrible. Like, dude, like the season didn't happen. He's pretty understandable and everything. And then uh, he's like, just hold it for next season. If you need more, let me know. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> That's cool. You feel like it really helps? Pickle juice? It's yeah. a placebo, I guess. I don't know. I Absolutely mean, not placebo. That is <laughs> science. It it works. Like I, I cramped so bad during one of Tyler Greer's tournaments, and I was talking to my uncle about it. I'm like, you guys play softball and drink all the time. Like, how are you guys functional? He's all nephew. It's called pickle juice. I'm like, you're you're full of crap. Thanks, Uncle Vic. And um, and he's like, try it. And then I did, and I've I've not cramped since then. It's it's phenomenal. Send me a thing, Justin. I'll send you uh, some information on it. But it's, uh, I mean, they, they go to like all the cycling and like Ironman competitions and uh, they, they do so many things besides, like, I don't even have, I just, I found them one day at a grocery store and then I just reached out to the company to see if they would sponsor us. And they're like, yeah, what do you need? And then like, uh, we actually got to go, me and Sam Fobbs got to go do a tour of their pickle juice factory in McKinney, Texas, because they're, they're local based. And like, we got to see the whole, like, like how they process. I mean, it was, it was just this random thing we got to go do. So like, yeah, let's go check out how you make pickle juice. And it was actually awesome. <laughs> but uh, just seeing how they do it all, but they sell to a lot of the football teams and professional teams, things like that. But I always bring, they give me like a travel, like jug thing that I have to bring. And it supplies like the entire tournament with pickle juice, as long as uh, people aren't just dumping it on the ground. But <laughs> yeah, I just Very like cool. to drink it. Yeah. They made a, a pickle seltzer recently. It's like a pickle Rick seltzer. Oh God. Like the hard seltzer? <laughs> like a hard seltzer. Okay, but it's, it's the but it's it's literally got uh, you know, like uh, the Rick and Morty. It's got like their Lego and all it's pickle Rick or whatever. Oh man. Hey, like, well dodgeball players like nothing more than hard seltzer, so yep. <laughs> yeah. There's like a frozen pizza brand that's called Outsiders Pizza, but Joe actually reached out to them a long time ago, but he never heard back. No luck. Keep no. talking to them. <laughs> yeah, keep asking. You never know. You just keep asking. All, you, all they can do is say no. Until they say that, you got. I mean, Kane's Kane's Chicken will sponsor the heck out of a tournament, but all they're going to do is give you food, which is okay. Uh, and I've done problem. that. I did that three times for the Dallas Dodgeball tournaments. I did like I, he literally gave us like 150 meals. It's <laughs> awesome. So he won't ever give money unless you have a charity thing, and then. They will also, if you do have a charity thing for your team, they will let you uh, sit outside their freaking thing and advertise for your team. And then everything sold, you get like a percentage or something of the tax or whatever. So we did that one time. It was silly. <laughs> Applebee's used to do that. It's, it's not a bad deal. You just send flyers out, tell your buddies, they go have dinner and you make like 10, 20% of 
the proceeds. Mm-hmm. It's just a clever way. But um, got one more comment from One Harsh Truth. He says Joseph Coella always brings a keyboard, so that's that takes the cake so far in terms of random <laughs> weird stuff. That is definitely random. Doesn't surgery. he bring like thirty shirts too? I think Markel well, he definitely he's... brings. He definitely brings his ref shirt. I feel like I don't know. Last time I saw him, he had like like ten shirts laid out. Like he was just like putting different ones on. Like it was like soaking wet, dry out. Have another one. <laughs> he still doesn't bring more than Glenn Spacer does, though. That's true. I mean, Markel, I, I think that. brought like thirty. I don't think he can beat that. But uh, yeah, so it just says everyone trying to cash in on the seltzer. Yep. Apparently, Bud Light makes seltzer water now, so we're just we're getting out of control. Uh, the Bud Light one is disgusting. It's so bad. Thank you. Yeah, it is. Doesn't, there's nothing appealing Ooh, about that at all. It just uh, like is, Kathy is came over and left one. No, White Claw sucks. The Vizzy one's pretty good, um, but Kathy left one of the Bud Light ones, and I laid out. She intentionally left it in my fridge, um, and I drank it. It was awful. It was like blood orange. It was disgusting. Ugh. Oh, I've had that one. Yeah, it's not. None of, we threw that whole case out. We had like two. We were like, yeah, it wasn't worth our 15 bucks. Well, I think that's, uh, that's all I have, guys. I've got a. I did manage to tee up a uh, dad joke in honor of Austin Deeks. And that is uh, what kind of shoes do ninjas wear? <laughs> is it sneakers? Sneakers. <laughs> Joseph got it. <laughs> All I do are dad jokes at work in honor of Austin Deeks. So I actually used to look forward to him putting jokes out so I could give it to the people at work like I was doing something special. Well, I think what we'll do is, I mean, we'll we'll take, you know, Outsiders as first seed, Wrecking Ball as a second seed, and, um, you know, we'll talk about it more once we get into nationals. But um, I think that's all I have for now, guys. So, you know, thanks so much for, for hopping on. And I think what we'll do is we'll just go ahead and end the recording there. All right, so that was the first um, recap with the South and uh, Joseph and Vaughn. Thank you so much, guys, for for hopping on and just kind of, I mean, humoring me. Like this, this was uh, like I said earlier in the beginning. Um, it's it's weird. I kind of missed your voices. Um, you know, at this point, I would have talked to you guys at least three or four times, um, putting all the recaps. And you know, it's just one of those reminders of you know what what didn't happen this year and. In the grand scheme of things, you know, to not play dodgeball, it's not the worst thing in the world, but, um, you know, it's definitely an outlet that I have, and it's, it's a lot of fun, and talking to Justin and, and, and nerding out in dodgeball and talking about the what-ifs and the changes and the, the what could have been has actually been a lot of fun so far. So definitely looking forward to um, you know, the following regions, north, west, and east, coming up in the uh, the next couple of weeks. So if you, uh, if you missed your chance on catching the stream, uh, we're going to do our best to give as much notice as possible, get the stream set up on time, and then, um, yeah, just so throw us your comments um, and your commentary. It definitely adds a more fun element to the uh, the recap process. It definitely helps us make some of the better decisions. Um, we feel like the South was kind of like a, a takeaway, um, but I can't imagine how much fun the uh, the other regions are going to be uh, trying to figure that out. So the more input we get, the better it's going to be. But um All that being said, I mean, I guess we'll just leave it at that. So if you're still with me, have a great uh, rest of your evening, a great rest of your week, a great weekend, and we'll see you next time.
swoosh and uh we're still live on the stream so don't yeah. talk sergio yeah, i fell off again so i don't know if i missed anything right at the end but oh you missed a killer dad joke everyone laughed oh did i yeah it's funny 